0: to lead diplomatic efforts to stem the flow of illegal immigrants arriving at the southern border will make a stop in El Paso on Friday. This as the Biden administration is allowing people who were turned away by former President Trump's Remain in Mexico policy to come to the country and pursue their asylum claims. Texas Republican Senator John Cornyn telling Fox News asylum seekers should only come to the United States
1: legally the biden administration wants to give people who've had a chance to seek asylum but have not gotten it another bite at the apple Um, i think we need to enforce our laws we need to send a message that if you want to come to america that we welcome you coming here legally
0: president biden set to speak on gun violence later today usa
2: radio news this report is sponsored by accenture as organizations around the world make plans for their people to return to the workplace many are wondering what do employees actually want According to the latest report from Accenture, 83% of people say a hybrid model is optimal where individuals will have the ability to work remotely between 25% and 75% of the time. This report, titled The Future of Work, Productive Anywhere, found that 40% of individuals feel they can be productive and healthy anywhere, either fully remote or on-site or a combination of the two, as the hybrid workplace emerges. Christy Smith, Senior Managing Director and Global Lead of Talent and Organization, Human Potential at Accenture.
3: There's a pattern emerging in the post-pandemic workforce, the productive anywhere worker. As responsible leaders, we need to pivot the future of work dialogue to
1: not just be about location, but to also address what drives the productivity,
2: health, and resilience of our people. To find out more, visit Accenture.com.
0: The fourth and last supermoon of 2021 We'll be here tomorrow.
4: Fresh from the summer solstice, this month's full moon rises Thursday in the afternoon. Known as the Strawberry Moon, the Strawberry Supermoon will reach peak illumination at 2.40 p.m. Eastern time Thursday. And visibility will be optimal in the southeastern skies. It'll be happening just after sunset. As it peaks above the horizon, the Supermoon will appear larger than usual and contain a golden hue. From the West Coast USA Radio News Bureau, I'm Lance Pry.
0: Jury selection is underway in the case of the man charged with a deadly shooting at a Maryland newspaper. The jury is expected to decide if Jared Ramos was insane at the time of the shooting and will spend the rest of his life in prison or a psychiatric hospital. In 2019, Ramos pleaded guilty but not criminally responsible due to insanity for the rampage that killed five people at the Capital Gazette.
3: at FingerlickingFoodieTours.com. Have you heard the big news? Vent Blotique Las Vegas has a new name. Now you can call this amazing salon Sparkles Beauty Bar. Sparkles Beauty Bar is a full-service salon specializing in blowouts, makeup, cuts, color, and now mobile services. Same great locations in downtown Summerlin and Henderson off of Green Valley Parkway and Horizon Ridge. Check out all they have to offer at sparklesbeautybars.com. That's sparklesbeautybars.com. Let your best hair day be every day.
5: The thoughts and opinions expressed in the following program are those of the program's participants and do not necessarily represent those of station staff, management, and advertisers. The Golden Nugget welcomes Gary Lewis and the Playboys to the showroom Friday, June 25th, 8 p.m.
0: This Dominic can- Day.
5: Gary Lewis and the Playboys, all American sound made them pop idols of the 60s. See Gary Lewis and the Playboys perform their greatest hits live in the Golden Nugget Showroom. The show starts at 8 p.m. and tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Grass, Don't miss Gary Lewis and the Playboys live in the Golden Nugget Showroom Friday, June 25th. Everybody loves the clown. Other upcoming shows in the Friday Concert Series include Gary Puckett and the Union Gap on July 2nd, Bullet Boys on July 9th, and Steelheart on July 23rd. Don't you miss Gary Lewis and the Playboys live in the Golden Nugget Showroom Friday, June 25th. The Friday Concert Series every Friday night at 8 p.m. exclusively in the showroom at the Golden Nugget, downtown Las Vegas.
4: What a combo. Steaks, barbecues, libations, and sports. It all comes together at Saltgrass Steakhouse in the Golden Nugget. Savory charbroiled flavors for steaks, chicken, and seafood are the name of the game at Saltgrass Steakhouse. And speaking of games, they're all on TV. 23 TVs throughout the property. Six bar tops, an incredible variety of cocktails, and the charbroiled menu of perfection and all the games on TV that you can bet on in the book or on the Golden Nugget Sports app. It's a winning combo at Saltgrass Steakhouse
1: JohnSyndicate.com Call John 888 call triple 4201
4: Here we go. Another edition of Sports Insider Radio. Brian Blessing in Las Vegas invite you to check out the website, sportsinsiderradio.com. David Miller's coming in studio today, and we got the boys back east. John and Mike ready to rock and roll. And I can only assume, fellas, that you've been up bright and early watching soccer. I am all in on the soccer. Uh, I had the Sweden-Poland game over the total. Sweden wins 3-2. I'm a happy soccer guy today.
6: Yeah, Brian, I actually had Sweden in a pick 'em. Didn't expect a lot of goals, so I'm, I'm impressed that you took the over there. Sweden hadn't let up any goals in the tournament thus far. And, you know, I, I had them in a pick 'em completely. So a draw, I don't lose a full bet. And obviously, I expected them to win. It looked like they were a sure thing most of the game until, you know, Poland got a really late goal that was a really. It's well, not normal for Sweden to break down defensively well, like that, but I, Were you watching that game?
4: Late. I'm telling you, man, oh, gotcha. I was doing a I podcast, yeah. and I I'm telling you, I, I'm watching the soccer game, and I got over two and a half. And the kid from Poland, he gets a header that hits the crossbar. It comes right back to him. He's got the whole net in front of him. He heads it right back on the crossbar again, and it's sitting on the goal line for like four seconds, and they couldn't put it in. And I'm like, that's not good. But no, they put a five on the board. And then uh, we got the other game, uh, Spain all over Slovakia. Well,
1: uh, let, let's let, let's Mike, you're gonna for the, all the listeners tell them about the loss for the day. We were on that Slovakia yeah, plus two, I, I was, so they all hear I that on Slovakia. We were Slovakia plus two. We needed plus Spain. twenty. We needed twenty instead of two. But oh, we, oh, look, yeah. man, it's it's a weird day. I mean, it's it's very
6: uncharacteristic of Sweden to give up goals. And it was the same way for Spain to score goals. I mean, they've barely scored any goals in this entire tournament. And Slovakia has been playing pretty well. But, you know, it also helps the total when you have two own goals. So Slovakia has two own goals. Then they just completely fell apart. And, you know, at that point, you know, you just take the loss of the gym. I mean, I, I think, I don't know the exact percentage because I am actually out of the office, Brian. I'm in the Outer Banks, North Carolina. But Attaboy. I'm pretty sure based on... Based on a $1,000 bet, if you played every one of my games since the first game of the tournament, you're up about 11500 I absolutely... At 1000 again.
4: I have made up my mind that I am going to change my ways because every time the World Cup comes up, every time the Euro Championship comes up, and... I get involved in the tournament because I watch the games, I get a feel for what they're all about, and I don't know why, knock on wood, probably jinxing myself, I do really, really well, and after the tournament's over, soccer's dead to me for two years, and I think I really am going to start paying attention to the Premier League, because if it's working in the tournaments, why wouldn't it work in league play? I think I'm actually going to devote more time on soccer. I'm not disagreeing
6: with you one bit. I think it is you should continue to if you see edges and it's it's similar to hockey. So if you're a good hockey capper as we all know, uh it's very similar where you could find an edge in the totals because they're not, you know, totals like any other sport. They're they're limited scoring. So but the the difference between league play and tournament play is teams play completely different game to game in-league play than they do in the tournament when really you just need to get ahead of the group and as long as you have it locked up, you're playing a little bit defensive-minded um, on the, f- the final day of group stage, what we're in right now for the last week. Right. And then once the actual round of 16, the elimination round, um, happens, that starts on Saturday, then it's a completely different game. A lot of teams, you'll see, are happy playing for the draw because there's going to be extra time and there's going to be penalty kicks.
4: Right, but the one the thing about the are, tournament, are, too, though, in, more. but in round-robin play, too, in, in your goal differential's a thing, you know, and to the point sure. where there are games where a team can't just win the game. They may have to win by two or three, which means not only are they pressing, but they're going to be given up chances the other way.
6: Well, in that, and they're also – this year they did something a little bit different where normally the top two teams – in each division, sorry, in each group advance. But in this year's tournament, what they're doing is they're allowing the third team to qualify as the top four third teams in each division also qualify for the elimination round. So there's a lot more, um, you know, window watching for these games that you're seeing lately because that's why both the games were played the final group. They're always playing them simultaneously, so you can't scoreboard watch. So the team knows they can't, you know, if they played the first game already and the other team knew that all they have to do is get a tie to advance, they're going to rest it all out of their guys. So they they do set it up for, I mean, for me, I'm a huge soccer fan, always have been. I follow the games, uh, been absolutely crushing the entire tournament. So the, the advantage is you have to Do this as a business. You can't just think you could pick one game here or there. The clients that listened to me day one, two and a half weeks ago, are most of them have never bet a soccer game in their entire life. And now I'm getting calls going, man, I really enjoy it. I I love it. I'm able to make money during the day. And then we're playing your baseball at night. So it, it just diversifies your summer because it doesn't have football, doesn't have basketball. Hey, and baseball to a lot of people are just not as exciting as soccer.
4: Well, with with all the soccer talk, Dave Miller's here, David Miller's here, and I was just showing him the own goal by the Slovakia goalie like a volleyball player spiking it you into gotta his gotta own keep net. Rubbing that that, in. that you was keep hit. Rubbing that in. I oh told my god, plus two goals. I didn't see it. Yeah, but did you see the the Slovakia goalie put it in his own net? You, you weren't handicapping that. Great. I got news for you. <laughs> some, of, so, some, of,
6: some of that stuff you were saying. John, they had two of those. Not just one, they had two. Oh, great. Thanks.
1: You're really rub it in.
6: Some,
7: some of that stuff sounded like the last week of NFL with resting players and, and strategy moving forward. Some of that stuff you were Well, just,
1: wait a minute. We got to stop the show for it. We got to stop talking about sports for a second. How does it feel to not be in Colorado in studio first time since the pandemic started? You're back.
4: You're live. You're looking oh, at Brian. Brian's yeah, looking but, but at you. He, no, he's back, and I'm it's happy. been 116 degrees here. And I Dave, brought the dark clouds. David's back, and it's overcast and gorgeous. It's, <laughs> it's like about, what is it, about 90 out there. It's great. It, it started
7: raining, though, a little bit. Yeah, I got a little rain. So right. I said, uh-oh. This is, this Thank is you. I okay, Brian. Brian, I got
6: a quick question. Quick question for Brian. Looking at Dave, since the pandemic, he decided to stop running five miles a day. And putting on a lot of masks, as I see in his videos every day. Does he look as big as he does in the videos
4: that I'm watching? I don't know. He's got a nice haircut.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I have have a nice haircut, too.
7: Um, Oh, I can't beat yours. Come on.
1: So, listen, my son, you know, my son's actually here. He's in the other room listening to the radio show live. He says, "Dad, I'm on a bad roll." He has every <laughs> single game. He's literally given me O in twelve in the NBA. You won. <laughs> you won last night with the Nets.
4: Well, it's
1: better He's he learns this.
4: Better he learns this earlier than late. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. So let me ask you. I didn't watch the end of that game. Congratulations to all. Almost money line winners? No, but you had the Nets yesterday. I mean, I'm, not, I'm sorry, no, the Clippers. The Clippers. Last. The Clippers oh, yesterday. Oh, brother. That was did they, did they have an opera Dave had the Clippers plus the five. Did you um- – was that a auto for, since you're in the studio I'll really give you all the cliches say was that an auto bad spot? Or was just to tie up the series or wait. or were you surprised that they actually, you know, now they're down two games even though they covered the spread.
7: First of all, who gave the twelve losers in a row? <laughs> that was your son. My you son, mean? my son. Oh, my oh son. okay, my son. I was gonna we didn't say use for clients.
1: We just play we just play the game. You know what I mean? Well y- he was y- really shocked that the Milwaukee took care of the Nets. He was really shocked at that.
7: Yeah, that one, that
4: one shocked me. So, I mean, it's not like you're running out the door to get a paternity test or anything.
7: <laughs> no, but it's funny when your son gets empathy oh, for you, yeah, and he's I'm like, uh, n- "Nah,
1: not at all." It's funny. Uh, it's funny when he te- when you get the t- when you get the text in the morning from your son. He goes, "I'm on a bad roll." It sounds like my clients.
7: <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're just killing time to football. That's all we're doing. But hey, no. listen
1: is is it me or has NBA been impossible? I mean, I don't mean yeah, it in terms of you year. winning or
7: losing. It's just been tough. This was a tough year for me, it, to be honest with you this was a tough year. I I can't blame COVID. I'll just, I'll blame variants. But it it was a tough year. I think I squeaked a profit out, but it was ugly. But it was a tough year. Uh, Brian, what do you think? It just didn't work for me as well as it previously Uh,
4: I think it's been pretty good. I mean, I think think there have been, I think we had to adapt a lot of the things we do, but maybe not too much. I think and you know, I'm a I'm an intangible guy. I think there are a lot of intangible things with travel, lack of crowds, things like that, that I, I think we fared pretty well on. I think the football-neutral fields, for the most part, I think we were able to adapt. I, I think, I would I would deem it to be a normal year, but that, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, if you say you're, you're not happy with how you did, and you squeezed out a profit, that ain't the worst thing in the world. Yeah, I... Well, I
7: started I started really good, and then it just, I think I had, like, 15 more losers than winners over a month and, and a week, and then, I don't know, it just never really, I never really, like, crushed it like I, I usually do, so, oh, well, next season.
1: Well, I'm let me ask you. Since it is Wednesday, and it's this Milwaukee Bucks game, and then we'll move on to other things. But I mean, I don't know. I didn't even look and see because I, I, I didn't look to see if you did anything. But just if, if Mike, you want to chime in on this game, you know, is the line over inflated? I mean, you're still talking about a team forty-one thirty-one Atlanta, and they're getting eight. Is it, and it's gone up to eight and a half. Is this an auto spot for the dog?
6: I personally like Atlanta. I think they have a lot of confidence. I mean, they weren't supposed to be here. They're a team that fired their coach midway through the season, and Nate McMillan took over, and they've been a different team since then. And I just don't see – I mean, Milwaukee is good, but they're easily beatable. And I see a good matchup for Atlanta just in general, how their players match up, let alone getting that many points. I just think it's – for me, it's an auto bet toward the Hawks. but. All right. I just like the matchups. I like Capella being able to be on Giannis. I like the fact that we have John Collins also that could guard Brooke Lopez. And I just don't think they have truly somebody that could stop Trey Young. When I mean, you saw what they did versus the 76ers, and not, the 76ers were a top impressive, seed yeah. most of the season. But they could not – they were able to stop and beat to an extent. I know he got his points every game, but – you know, I just don't think eight and a half is anywhere near where this line is, gonna, where this game is going to end up. I think this is going to be a two to four point game at the end of the game, and whoever gets the last bucket is probably going to win it. But that's a lot, a lot of points. All right, I'm going to far into the actual.
4: I'm going to play along here, and you know, I won't use the V word, and <laughs> I won't use that. And honestly. I don't I can't even believe I'm about to use the auto bet word because I don't know about that, but go ahead and use that word. but I'm going to use I'm going to give you some audio auto bet scenarios <laughs> and I'm telling you when a team fires their coach, just bet that team to win the title because it's incredible. Look where Atlanta is. Montreal fired their head coach this year. They're a game away from the Stanley Cup Finals. I can document at least four times in the last whatever oh, 15 years. Into my... Well wait oh. a minute, let me finish. The the in in the NHL a couple years ago, St. Louis fired their head coach, Barrughi takes over, they win the Stanley Cup. There's something about when a new manager takes over midstream, you know, you're going to get a monster overlaid price and if you bet that blindly and one out of every four hits as you say John, you're making money.
1: Well, I was going to just Make say you are both there in the studio. Why aren't you guys going to T-Mobile tonight and taking that Auto Dog
4: baby? Because the, they're not, the not playing there tonight. <laughs> oh. Well, that's a good reason.
7: That's a hell of a reason now Maybe. they're in Montreal. <laughs> we could still go down there if you want. So,
1: but I mean really, I mean again, looking at the looking at the series price, I don't know. I just it seems to me like just you got to I would almost say there's value. I hate to say it, value in taking Vegas tonight. I don't see Montreal being. there I mean, I don't know.
4: What's the value, you man? What's the value? There? What's the value? What's the value? Vegas is favored. Well, yeah, it's a pretty big. No, number. the
1: value is. I think the line should be two fifty, and they're one forty.
4: No way. Mm. This this year, <laughs> that number a dollar is high for Vegas. Okay. I'll, I mean, I'll default uh, to you for that. Well, every every game's been a one goal game. I mean, and they're making so, Vegas minus two fifty, minus two seventy. It's insane.
7: It seems like it's it's like the Hawks and Bucks spot. It, it, one team's just not getting any credit, no matter what's happening. <laughs> I don't know. But but you guys are the hockey experts. Speak. And then how's baseball going, John? We're twenty minutes. So it's in. interesting.
1: So. So it's interesting. So I want was going to give you guys some stats on baseball. Baseball, I've been basically breaking even with my dog strategy the last two weeks, which has been like winning because the favorites up to last night were nailing hitting 71% of the time. And, you know, there's always that day. Well, I always say it's going to revert to the mean. And yesterday, of course, if you're a dog better, boy, did you get the cash, especially with teams like Cole and teams like um, Pittsburgh winning. um, Cole going down, no team should be favored by 200. But the stats as of today in terms of outright winnings, very interesting stats when you zoom out and then you zoom in. Favorites are winning 57% of the time since the beginning of the season 625 wins 454 losses which is actually probably losing money because of the vig what's interesting is when you go out 30 days that same number of 57 percent of the time is now 62 percent of the time in 30 days 239 and 152 when you drop it down to seven days favorites are, were winning 71% of the time. So yesterday was the first basically what I call dog day. What's even interesting when you go to the season-to-date numbers is that all the value is on home teams regardless of which side you're betting. Basically, road teams simply aren't winning. Road. I'm going to say it again. Favorite or dog doesn't matter. Road teams are not winning. Away teams are 45% this season, favorite and dog combined, 492 to 597, flip it. Home teams are 55%. So the strongest bet is home dogs. Home dogs are 175 and 208 since the beginning of the season, while away dogs are only 39%. So what it means is if you're if you're really looking for the highest uh, system into the season, you want to be looking for home dogs and not road dogs. And then obviously when you flip it over to the plus one and a half, which is not profitable, obviously the plus one and a half is killing it like it always does, 62% if you give a team plus one and a half. But that's a whole other story. Um, but in terms of like it's really interesting in the last – Month, the only way you avoided a bloodbath with which, if you were a dog better, is if you were concentrating on home dogs. So I basically avoided a bloodbath in the last three weeks. I'm down five units, and that means if you're a hundred dollar better, you're down 500 bucks in the last three weeks while the favorites are winning 71% of the time because I'm focusing on home dogs where there's an edge versus road favorites or road dogs so that that's that's where we stand right now because again it's a long-term marathon i'm still up on the season on my youtube channel um 28 uh, wins and 31 losses plus 1084 so i'm down three games plus 1084 if you bet every dog absolutely free if you guys are following me online
4: it was a deal
1: answer your question Dave?
4: in your backyard man what's the deal the other night I play over nine and a half, Houston and Baltimore. And Houston's doing their rain. part. Of, it was raining up hard. Seven, was raining.
1: They stopped the game.
4: They're up 7 nothing in the top of the eighth. And Houston has a team no-hitter going against the Orioles. The sky opens up. It's literally like there's a river on the base paths. I didn't even think they were going to play the and, game before the game started. It was and, already raining. And they let them keep going. And they're like, know. stop this thing. And then I'm like, you know, it doesn't look good. I'll get a refund on the total. But they let them, the, the field got destroyed. I turned it off and went to hockey or whatever. And then I came back oh. and it ended up 10-2 and the game went over. But, I mean, the sky opened up there. I mean, it's been brutal weather, but it's funny because it goes it goes
1: back to what side of the bet you're on. So Mike had Houston in a par, in a correlated parlay where he sticks these favorites in the parlay, and Houston was one of his legs. He's texting me, please don't stop the game, please don't stop the game. So right. you're on one side, so stop the game. He's saying, please don't stop the game.
7: I know, I've been so, there. So you know,
1: it, it. We've all been there when the game, you know, if you got the wrong <laughs> wrong result and the weather comes in, stop the game. You know. Stop, the, stop game. the game! If you got the right result, please don't stop the game. I'm actually surprised that they continued with the game when they stopped the game because it was really bad. Yeah, that was crazy. This is my also side note: we're not talking about
6: baseball right now. It's something a little bit more important on my mind. Oh, you was taking along for the Raiders uh, Ravens game.
4: Yeah, not happening. Unless John's, so, unless John's
6: gonna coming ask, through. Ask, I'm going to ask. Everybody. This is
1: going to be. We're going to keep this short. This is going to be our two-minute non-sports but sports segment. So, two things. Um, well, he's in
4: Carolina. I want to find out about the golf trip.
1: Well, wait, 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 I'm going to talk about that for a second, but how about the number one jersey in, in, in NFL is now a Raiders jersey, Naseeb. And um, that was, that's wild. And then I got to ask you, did you buy your Cole Beasley jersey yet?
4: <laughs> I don't know, man. That'll be interesting to see how that all pans out.
1: I mean, here's the thing. I'm, I don't want to talk politics. We never have through the entire pandemic while well, we stayed on the air. But you're sitting in front of Dave. Dave's sitting in front of you. And now, here's my pers- – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give my opinion on Cole Beasley, which is you get to make millions of dollars playing 18 days basically a year. 18 days a year if you don't go to postseason. Like, I don't need to – like if you don't like it, then roll out. But like you know, they're, with with the responsibility of making that kind of money and working so less, it's not like you know I have much more respect for MLB players that play 162 games and these whining, crying NFL players that play 18 games. It may sound a little harsh, but that's how I look at it. You know, one is a real job. The other one is not a real job. Playing the NFL is not a real job. I don't care what anybody says. It's 18 weeks. I don't want to hear about the injuries. Somebody made a very valid point. Hey, that would be like him going on the field and saying, I'm not going to wear a helmet or shoulder pads. I'm too tough. So, Again, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out, and it'll be interesting to see if it's a domino effect of other players. It's not about my personal politics, your personal politics, or Dave's personal politics, or Mike's personal politics. It's like, come on, guys. You make millions of dollars. You're lucky you work 18 days a year. All right, I'm done with my rant.
4: Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not on that side. I mean, every, okay. every hit these guys yeah, take is a car in accident. I mean, I, yeah, it, I mean, it,
7: there's I, a lot of long-term damage. Oh, man. Yeah. The,
4: I, yeah I mean, you,
1: no, I get the whole junior say-out thing. I get it. I mean, I'm old. I've been around. I've seen it all. I, I get it. But what I'm saying is, in the end of the day, in terms of the actual time on the field, again, versus well, you're a player not, in the MLB that's not, and you're that's on the road six about. months of the
4: year. That's not what he's whining about. He's whining about that he won't be able to be with his teammates. He's going to be stuck in a hotel room and he's going to be ostracized. And yeah, I mean, he's making a broader discussion, you know, I mean, semi, I guess it's political, but that that's his belief. But, you know, Hey, listen, people are having that discussion in everyday life, but he's sitting there saying, no, I, 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 ca- I can't be with my teammates. And I mean, his, this is his side of it. I'm you know. Don't put words in my mouth. This is his side of it. But he's like, well, wait a minute. If all those people and all those guys I'm around are vaccinated, what's the difference? I mean, he's just having the same discussion that a lot of other people have.
1: You're a father and you're a grandfather. Dave's a father. I'm a father. Mike, we know that's happening sometime soon. But he ain't going to have to worry about school anytime soon. It would be like our kids being told we haven't had that situation here and I don't know about there and we don't have to get into that conversation. But, again, it would be like being told your kids can't go to school you know, if they don't get their appropriate uh, measles shots, their mum shots, their, 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 their chicken pox shots. So, again, we've all, especially if we're parents, have lived in a scenario where you've got to do certain things whether you want to or not just to allow your kids to even go to school. So, I'll just leave it with that. I brought it up only because you're a Buffalo guy, you're a Buffalo fan. Yeah, but it's going to gonna, it
4: No, no. I mean, it's, but it's going to become a bigger thing because I doubt he's on an island. I'm sure there are many other players that believe what he believes, and then it's going to become an n f l p a thing I mean he's right. just the one you know screaming the loudest from the top of the hills but listen
1: in, the, in the, go ahead.
4: no I mean this is the world we're living in here i mean we're trying to try to move forward. this city is open here, this city is as wide open as it gets, and then I don't know you tell me now. You know, today the whatever Dr. Fauci said, new variants, and you know, here comes more stuff. It's like. Is this ever going to end? Right, right. It's, I no, it's mean, well, it's, no, they,
1: it's, So the answer to your question from a non-political answer to your question is absolutely not. It's going to be like you get a flu shot every year. There's going to be a variant for every year. It's here to stay. That's just life. But what I was going to ask you is in terms of the the opening up in Vegas, and Dave, you haven't been there for a while, um, and I don't know if you notice it more than, than Brian because of you going into the casinos to play every day. Are people still actually – wearing masks 30% 40% just by choice not obviously they have
7: to I don't even think it's that high from the few casinos I've been in it it was, seemed way lower like 10% 20% uh I
4: think it's a little more than that really? but but I but, didn't but, but it no much. but significantly uh, less than half I would say it's a mixed bag um I mean I just went to the grocery store the other night it was probably 50-50 those that didn't who those that didn't wear it uh, but in the casinos, I think, I think people still, you know, are treating other people like they're radioactive to a degree. You just don't get close to people. But I don't think they're, you know, they're running around as many wearing the masks.
7: I saw a guy walking down the street. Literally, no one was around him, and he had one on. And it was 110 or whatever the other day. So I don't know. Some people.
4: You ever pull up at the? You ever pull up a traffic light and you're sitting next to somebody, and the, the guy pulls up next to you and he's in the car, his car by himself, wearing a mask.
7: Yeah, I mean, it, I, I, I hate to,
4: one person wearing gloves. I hate <laughs> gloves, to laugh. Wearing gloves, it's and a mask, and I'm thing, like,
7: I, I, guys, guys, those are the
6: same guys that are going to be betting that are going to lay the favorite tonight. Well, I'm
1: going to ask <laughs> you real quick, off so non-sports related, real quick, Brian, are you aware? It might be difficult for you to pay off your bet to Big Mike over there because I'm reading an article in one of the uh, chicken major wing prices are
4: through the roof. Right, shortage of chicken wings in yeah. the United States. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I was
1: glad to do the an the... ongoing chicken wing shortage. This time last year, an order of twenty was well. I owe uh, the guy chicken wings Came to twenty five dollars. Now they're thirty four.
4: Yeah, but part of this is on him because he's been here and he big timed me. And, you know, we didn't get together. Part of it's on him. But the bet was for chicken wings. The way, the way chicken wings cost now, I mean, it'd be like taking him to the, the best steakhouse in, in the top of the stratosphere or something now.
6: The going, oh, man, it's it's the going rates. the going rates. Hey, Brian, just want to let you guys know one, the bet, one more time. The bet's I'm turning into, I'm available to travel t- in early
4: September. Yeah, well, that bet's turning yeah, into really, chicken he's, nuggets he's real quick. He's lobbing hard for the, 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 for the tickets. How, how much do they <laughs> go log for? Log, they hard for that Ravens ticket. How,
7: how much are they going for? I'm just curious. It's just even nosebleeds. How much so do they what go
6: I for? First no game, game I heard over $1,000. price. I heard the average ticket price is about seven fifty, but a lot of the casinos are giving away comps to high rollers.
7: <coughs> David Miller. and find, uh, There I, you go,
1: Dave. Yeah, and maybe you see. could sneak a ticket.
7: Let me see. I mean,
1: Dave, come on. I haven't played, played in a minute You're here. One of the... I
7: haven't played in a minute What's here. What's that? I haven't played in a minute here. But, yeah, I mean, if I get an offer somehow, I, I definitely would use it for that. I don't know. That's, now, that's
1: Brian. Do you have access to that game, and you just choose not to go, just from your media credentials, or you don't wouldn't have access to a game like that without paying crazy amounts of money?
4: Uh, well, I mean, I've got other things going on when the game's being played. So
7: when is that? When, that's not the Monday night, or it is? It's a. It's the first that's Monday a, night.
4: Su- the first s- Monday night football game. That of the
7: is week. that is tempting, then. Oh. <laughs> What's seven hundred fifty dollars to you guys, though? That's nothing.
1: Oh nobody said it was. It was just he. We're just you know he'd rather get the ticket for free. I mean, if everybody else knows, goes, you know, Big Dave. Yeah. Hey, it's better than you flying to Philadelphia for a football game not knowing it was canceled. What's Dave? What's uh? Can you give me the early line?
6: Maybe I'll just bet it now.
4: The the early I think the line is
6: minus four. I think. it, is it I'll, minus I'll four I'll is
4: find, I can find it. I can
7: find it. What? No, I, I was just saying if everyone else goes, I, I would. Probably be tempted
1: to go. Oh, while you guys are looking at that day, uh, Brian, on Sunday morning, Rom was plus one thousand.
4: He's ten. He was was, like he was ten to one. He was three shots back.
1: So I mean, that was like—is that a fair price? uh, I'm still kicking for myself for not taking it.
4: Yeah, if you if if ten to one, you you saw ten to one Sunday morning. Yeah, that was a great price. He was nine. He was the nine to one favorite, and he was only three shots back. Yeah, that would have been a great price, but I don't. Yeah, I, Brian, didn't, uh, I didn't. I didn't. I of- didn't. I don't know where you saw that because I saw him. I think he was like, he was like seven to two around here. He was. He was. Nah, he was this nowhere, was,
1: all, he was off yonder, off off in other countries. But yes, he was. Yeah, he was nine, nowhere 10 near
4: one. ten to
7: one here. See, to me, that's that's still the going rate, though. More efficient line usually, but huh. mm-hmm. three strokes back. I don't know what that's worth. I don't. I, I'm not. I don't. Bet golf I mean, like it's,
6: it's hard to make up three strokes.
7: And then it depends um, on your skill level. On the last the day of the tournament. Other guy in front of you. I, I know all it, that.
6: Of course. But, you know, they had, you know, obviously I had a buddy of mine who was who had Louis Usholzen plus 1,400 to win. And he was right up there the entire day. So
1: here, here's what I did. This is what I did, Brian, and this is how crazy I am. I play Ush- Usholzen. Plus five hundred, plus three forty. Let's give the, the man. Let's give
4: the man his due. Louis Oosthazen,
1: Malcol, Mal, Ma- 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 $500. Yeah. plus five hundred. Yeah, plus five twenty
7: five, and lose them
4: all. Well, but see, that's the thing. I mean, then and then it becomes a money management thing that even if you win, you weren't making anything. It sounds well, like the they got you they on the juice. It was two
1: guys were tied, one guy was in the lead. I figured, well, it was going to be between those three, and I just disregarded
4: uh, Rom. Generally speaking, I. Well, I mean, three—you can make up three shots pretty easy in a golf tournament. Making up five is is about the max on a Sunday, on on, on the final day. The three and four, you get really nice overlaid prices. You know, other than a guy like Rom, you know, in a, in a weekly PGA Tour event, a guy that's four back, you probably get still get over twenty to one. A guy that's four back.
6: My boy Deschambault, Brian, just completely fell apart. Yeah, back, he none. got he got a bad it's break. To be honest work.
4: with you, it it looked like he was going to win the thing, and his foot slipped on the thirteenth tee. And it's a par five. He, he had a yep. two shot lead, and he probably would have made it a three shot lead. And that one stupid shot, and he just imploded on that hole. Took a double on a hole he should have birdied.
1: Is it normal for the fa- the winner of the U.S. Open to be the favorite in the British? Because now Rom's plus eight, eight to one, eight hundred. You know.
4: Well, yeah. When any major hits, the next major, the you know the guys that contend or the so winner, he's
1: not good value. That's the you really don't want to bet him, right? Or is it a lot of like back to back in in the, your golf
4: world of betting? Well, the British Open's a completely different animal. I mean, I, I I'm not running to the windows to bet John Rom over in the British Open because it's a completely different style of golf. It's not the PGA Tour where they're flag hunter. It's Lynx, Lynx golf, most of these holes, where they're bouncing the ball into the hole. So, I mean, is he capable of doing it? Sure. But I don't think, honestly, I don't think he should be the favorite.
1: So this is another event you just wait till you get closer and then reset the odds like, like I did on Sunday. There's really no point in really playing ahead of time.
4: No, there is. I mean, you can have an opinion now. I mean, because there'll be guys with sharp late money. I don't have the British open odds in front of me. But, I mean, you, I think you can make a case I mean, for... i have
1: them all up. I'm looking right at them. It's Rom, McElroy, Johnson, yeah. Thomas, and Spieth are the Keep top going.
4: guys. Keep going. Keep
1: going. Kepka, DeChambeau, Shoffley, Uza. <laughs> all right, but what's, out
4: of curiosity, what's DeChambeau?
1: DeChambeau's plus
4: 1,800, 1,801. He's a good bet. See, I mean, I... I think he'll hit it a million miles, and on a links course, you know he'll he'll be he's just going to hammer the hell out of it. And his putting's been pretty good. I mean, I'm not knocking Rom. I'm just saying that price. I'm not running to the window to make him the favorite. Okay, I mean, just, they got
1: they got McIlroy right behind him. He's only ten to one. He, it's Rom and McIlroy at the top two. Justin's the third.
4: All right. What's what's Louis Johnson?
1: I'm sorry, Johnson.
4: What's Louis? Louis is plus two thousand. See, I mean, that's a guy that's always been 40-50 to 1 in the past. I will say this. Um, I had Louis when he won the British Open, and I was sweating Louis this week because I always bet Louis and didn't this past week. Oosthuizen's a guy you can certainly consider in the British Open. Keep going. Give me a few more. I'll give you a couple more.
1: Um, well, right after him, it's Morikawa, plus 2,600. Then it jumps to Hatton, 3,400. Fleetwood, 3,500. Matsuyama, 3,500. Rose, 3,500. Catley, 3,800. Lowry, 4,200.
4: Then you Bingo. get into the real crazy. Lowry, defending British Open champ. They didn't play it last year. I had Lowry at 80-1 to when he won the British Open two years ago. Ooh. Low- Lowry's a guy you could look at. Absolutely, the defending champ. He's had he's actually had the Claret jug for two years because of the pandemic.
1: How about Mic- Mickelson in seven thousand?
4: Wow! Yeah, Phil at seventy. Nah, I listen. This year's a success for him already. Yeah, he caught lightning in a bottle. He caught lightning in a bottle. No, we'll do. We'll talk a lot about that when we get closer. But no, i mean, I think the way the way to do the golf is like this week. I've got three guys, and then I'll make a real firm decision on Friday night. But I've got uh, Ian Poulter at 80 to 1 because Ian Poulter is trying to impress Padraig Harrington to make the Ryder Cup team. He shot 76 in the final round of the U.S. Open Sunday, but he's been playing great golf. I think Poulter's an 80 to 1 shot that's worth playing this week. And there's a bomb that's an overlay. I don't understand this price at all. It's 170 to 1. Adam Hadwin, the Canadian, has a, I think has a shot. I don't, know. I don't know what they're thinking of making Adam Hadwin 170 to 1. And then Stewart Sink is 80 to 1. Two of his four wins have come on this course, and he's actually playing really good golf. I mean, you get monster prices in the golf. It's awesome.
1: I'm writing them down
4: as we speak. No wonder you're so quiet. Fo- oh, I no want to quiet.
1: Dave, I was gonna. Uh, uh, Dave, I was gonna. Ask you asked me about baseball. Here's one of the interesting things that I've been tracking. Forget dogs and favors. Very little chop in baseball. Very little chop. Do you know what I mean when I say that?
7: Did you say very little chop? Very chalk? little
1: chop in baseball. Do you know what I mean when I say
7: that? No, explain it
1: very rarely is a team win one, then lose one, then win one, then lose one. It's like basically you come off a win, you win the Like there's a lot of twos, three-game streaks, losing streak or winning streak. So very on any given day, you get very few. So like, for instance, this morning, White Sox have lost five in a row. Phillies lost two in a row. St. Louis has lost two in a row. Washington's won three in a row. Detroit's won two in a row. San Fran's won two in a row. Seattle, your Seattle team's won five in a row. Houston's won nine in a row. So when I'm looking for somebody that's won one game or lost one game, i got to look really hard. i got to look really hard. So it's like if you take the strategy of you're only going to bet a team coming off a win, it's been much more successful. Where you're going to only bet a team coming off a loss, there's very little what I call Baccarat chop. You know, when I play Baccarat, you get that part of the shoe where it's banker player, banker player, banker player. Very little in baseball this year. Very little.
4: I, lo- I, I just so, love, I love when you do the, the Baccarat advice. Oh, man. I didn't say advice. Well, hey. you, 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 you talk about the game a lot. And I, so honestly, guys, I, know, you know, I know next to nothing about it, but I'm curious. You talk about it a lot. Do you actually play it when you come here? I do.
1: I play it when I don't
4: come there. I play it in Maryland. Oh, all right. How do you do?
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm hanging. I hang. But I got to be wary of the chop because what you're doing is you're, there's three streaks. There's a banker streak, there's a player streak, and then there's a chop streak. So w- when I'm looking at baseball and you're looking at a team, the 162-game season, I'm looking for streaks like – There would be no way that I would bet on the Baltimore Orioles today as an underdog because they've lost four in a row and Houston's won nine in a row. So I either would have to play Houston, which I would never lay 180, or I'll lay off the game completely. So what I'm I'm always looking to do is go with the trend. The trend is my friend. And at the very minimum, coming off the last game, did they win or did they lose? And so what I've noticed is, you when you look at 10 game streaks in a, in a, in baseball the last 10 game record of a team very little is you know, win one, lose one, win one, lose one. It's win three, lose two, win three, even if the team's five and five in the last ten. Usually that five and five, more a lot more times than not, is five-game winning streaks, five-game losing streaks. Because with these teams, they do sweep series. And it's this whole, like, it's hard to sweep a series thing is, is basically fantasy land. It's like a perfect example is I didn't play the game this morning, but, um, you know, when you look at, Pittsburgh, Philadelphia, it's now 4-2, top of the 6, but it was tied up. There would be no way I would play the White Sox this morning as a favorite, as a road 164, even if they win the game. Because going into this game, they had lost five in a row. So, if anything, I would have to take Pittsburgh or I would lay off the game. So, it's just another rule to keep me on the right side of the streak. So, the Yankees, which will be my complimentary selection, tonight on my YouTube video, I'll give it out here first. The Yankees have lost one in a row. They're 5-5 five and five in their last 10. While wow. Kansas City has won two in a row and Kansas City is at home getting $180 after beating Cole. Um, so again, like I said, I'm sorry, Kansas City's on the road after beating Cole. I would never bet the Yankees coming off that Cole loss as a bounce back. So, if anything, I'm going to take the value on Kansas City as a dog price because I want to be in the trend. So, that, that's basically one of the things that I've noticed, which is a little thing somebody can implement on their own handicapping, which is not only the game they're looking at that day, but what is the actual little mini record they're on. Not the 10-game record, but just literally what happened yesterday. You save yourself a lot of aggravation when you do that. Same thing tonight with Seattle. Seattle's in a great spot. One five in a row, eight in two in their last ten. And they're a plus 105 dog at home against Colorado, which has lost three in a row and is only five and five in their last ten. Make any sense, I
7: David? I can't believe you're actually making money off that strategy over a big sample size this season. It's a terrible strategy. All that it's does keep, well.
1: The making money right now in the last three weeks is a. I'm up on the season, and B, it's keeping me on the wrong side of a losing streak. That's the not standing in front of the freight train. So I love I'm standing in front season. of trains.
7: I love doing that. It didn't work this year though. But the Seattle, a home dog to Colorado, just that part alone, I have interest. That that's out of everything you said. That's kind of what <laughs> Colorado's a road ten? favorite. No, but that, that's the only part that didn't – that sounds sounds like a good spot to take Seattle from my baseball knowledge. Colorado, uh, you know, they're awful. It's
1: interesting. So it but was not, not because they
7: won five in a row. I don't think that matters at all. Zero.
1: Well, so what's interesting is this morning they were plus 105, and as I'm looking at the screen, now they are now a favorite. They're a minus 105.
7: But, but my <laughs> thing is, my thing is if they didn't win five in a row, let's say they just – Came off of two losses, don't you think there'd be just a little better price today with Seattle or no? In baseball, what what there's not I'm, much overreaction to recent right performance, exactly. but not sure that five in a row. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You're tracking it all, but I still think. Yeah,
1: I mean, like I said, it's a it's a season of six. Let's talk about Tampa matter. Bay. Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. Has lost seven in a row. It's the biggest losing streak beside the uh, yeah. Right now, it's the it's the biggest losing streak in baseball because Arizona ended their streak the other night when they won. Um, so Tampa Bay has lost seven in a row. They're three and seven in their last ten. They are laying one fifty against Boston, which is one has won one in a row, and they're six and four in their last ten. So when I look at the overall, one in a part, row. what I'm looking at is. When you say
7: no, one but, in a row, that come no, no, on.
1: no, I don't mean one in a row. They've won one as they won yesterday, but the, I, then I go to the ten. They're six and four in their last ten versus the other team that's three and seven in their last ten. And you're going to tell me that I should lay, I should lay fifty cents on Tampa Bay because they're they're due to win a game. Come on. No. That's where guys get smashed in baseball. Unfortunately, standing in front of the freight train in baseball has been deadly this season because mo- mostly it's all streaks, win or lose.
7: I'm, I'm not I just, saying I
1: have to bet, though. I'm, I'm not saying that I have to bet Boston. What I'm saying is it will keep me off Tampa Bay if that makes any sense.
7: Well, I, I, you, I guess you have a good feel, but it seems kind of hard that that would work in the long run, but I I don't know. You have a good feel for certain situations.
1: Like Philadelphia is a perfect example. Why I'm talking to you, Washington won three in a row. They're eight and two in their last 10. Philadelphia has lost two in a row. They're five and five in their last 10. Philadelphia was winning the game five to two, and they were a home team favorite this morning at uh, one o'clock Eastern standard time, 10 o'clock your time. Now it's anybody's game right now. Now, Washington just tied it up. Tampa Bay, I mean five five. So when I'm looking at I'm going into the morning, I didn't make any early plays. But if I had to if you said pick a side, then I'm playing Washington without even blinking. Eight and two in the last ten, getting money, one three in a row, no reason at all to bet Philadelphia at all.
7: Um so there's a lot we could say about your strategy. It's it's uh I, I think you're going more in-depth than that because, I don't know. that just No, I am. I'm just not going
1: to give it all. I do Yeah, care. okay, because I was yeah. sitting there going, that,
7: that can't work.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, gotta, so the I secrets give, I gotta, are there. You're teasing I like,
7: everyone. <laughs> okay. I
1: like to, exactly. I'm teasing everyone. And I like to give tips and tricks. And, again, I have a client. I know he's listening. I'm not rubbing salt in his room. He got crushed last night. Didn't mean to rub salt in your room, buddy, um, on the Dodgers. But, again, it's the same thing. The Dodgers – They've lost two in a row. They're four and six their last ten. They're the worst bet in baseball, like I always say.
7: You called that San one, but that Diego's had logic. A- that had logic. The public skew, the mass dollar. That had a lot of good logic. The rest of it just sounds like random things you're saying that with no edge. But I don't know. You're the one doing good well, so Well, again, far.
1: when you say there's a li- lot, I still talk to clients daily. They get absolutely destroyed on the Dodgers. They just get destroyed. Tonight is interesting. Tonight is the third time... This year, that's it. The Dodgers have been an underdog. So they are 0 2 as an underdog, and tonight is their third game. As they, So, again, what I, you know, it'll be interesting to see do they go 0 3 as an underdog? You know, if anything, it's like it'd be really interesting to see. San Diego's obviously on the upshot. Now, this is where I, I'm a little conflicted, and I say. San Diego, it's almost like there's value in playing San Diego because they've won six in a row and they're laying such a short price. It's like, really, I don't believe that San Diego should even be the favorite. They're just putting up a number to try to get two-sided action on the game because where teams like the Dodgers, they draw a bigger betting handle than, let's say, teams like the Baltimore Orioles. The teams like the Baltimore Orioles and Arizona, they draw a bit bit, a bigger betting handle when it comes to correlated parlays. People literally will just go tonight and they will bet Milwaukee. I'm sure Mike already bet Milwaukee I'm sure Mike already bet Milwaukee and Houston and parlay tonight. You know. What? How did you know?
7: How yeah, what's the like joke there? What is the joke? How did you know that? You're just
1: going against bad teams. You're taking Milwaukee, and you're taking Houston. You're going against Arizona, and you're going against Baltimore. Oh, I see. You're sticking them in a parlay. It's a correlated I'm parlay against going, I'm also going against uh, the
6: Pirates
7: right now. But, Mike, do you really think that works, just going against bad teams? Yeah, but he's been killing it. In sports betting? He's been destroying it. But, long run, so do you think there's anything to it? I
6: take – I mean, so, honestly, this is the first year I've consistently stuck with the system with these parlays, and I take – Good teams against bad teams. The streaks don't matter nearly as much. I really just I run the record of are you good on the road versus playing against a team that sucks at home. If that matches up, if the pitching matches up where it's not a reliever that's pitching and he's only going to have a couple innings as long as it's two starting pitchers that normally are legitimate starting pitchers, and if the record good pitcher versus bad pitcher, I don't even look at the price. Because strategically, the price doesn't matter because I'm putting it with another team and making it a parlay, and I'm always getting a dog price. So on the nights that I lose, I lose no juice. And on the nights that I've been winning, which I've been winning consistently, again, these parlays, Dave, are plus 160, plus 140, plus 180. Today, I happen to have three of them, and it's only plus 280. So you're not going to It's not real parlay value, but it's basically taking good teams versus bad teams within my system, and and just getting dog value out of it.
4: Hey, hit them good down in Carolina, and we look forward to seeing you guys when you get back out. David, good to see you again. Yeah, you too. All right, and we, as always, invite you to check out the website, sportsinsiderradio.com, and we will play it back again next week. Same time, same place.
5: STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all.
4: STN Sports is the mobile betting app.